be gentle with yourself. I think we can all afford a little compassion and we're often able to give that to others easier than we're able to give it to ourselves and giving yourself time for introspection to understand what truly motivates you and, and let that be your first step. Don't conduct your analysis in isolation because data is so incredibly powerful. Not defending just the tribe, but defending the organization. Those creative people that you really want to keep empowered, keep excited, keep motivated, keep thinking. Good experience pays dividends down the line. Stereotypes tend to break down in proximity. Welcome to We're Only Human, a podcast about human resources, business, technology, and the workplace. My name is Ben Eubanks, your host, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey everyone, it's Ben Eubanks, and I hope you're having a good day. Today I want to do something that I've never done before. Yeah, I'm actually going to do a takeover. So if you're not familiar, it's someone else runs an episode on my stream, on my show. And this is a partnership. This was a benevolent takeover, or whatever you'd like to call it, a few months ago. Had an opportunity to do an event with a good friend, longtime colleague, Jessica Miller-Merrill from Workology. We did an event called HR Analyst Day. And we talked to more than a dozen different vendors, technology providers, companies doing really incredible and innovative things in the HR tech space, from benefits to talent acquisition to learning, all kinds of good things. And out of that came some different conversations. And one of these is this episode you're going to hear in just a little bit. So Jessica actually interviewed Kristen Richter from Engagely about what it's been like working at the company through the pandemic and some of the other things there. Kristen is in marketing at the company and Engagely does really interesting work around performance and helping us to get the best performance from our people. Our research here at Lighthouse shows that there are certain things that high-performing companies do differently than others. And part of that is focusing on a more continuous process. Part of that is using recognition in there. Part of that is focusing on some someone's strengths and not just their weaknesses. Those things wrap into how Engagedly targets this issue. So I'll make sure you get some links into the show notes so you can connect with Kristen if you enjoy our conversation. You can connect with the team over there, learn more what they're doing. And I just want to give a shout out to Jessica. I, I enjoyed hearing her in this format because she and I, again, we did these briefings, these conversations together with these companies. She and I have, have known each other for a long time, have grown up together in the HR space, and it's been so much fun to work alongside her. We're actually looking forward to another HR Analyst Day, which is coming up. If you're listening to this when it comes out, the HR Analyst Day is going to be in April of this year. So if you are a technology company and you want to participate in that, you can get to that link in the show notes and learn how to apply to be considered. If you are a practitioner and you care about HR technology, like like me, right? you're just interested in it, you want to know more about it, you want to know how it works and what's cool, what's innovative, what's next, all those things are going to help us to provide better service to our people. If that's one of you, or if that describes you, rather, if that describes you, then I'll be posting out of HR Analyst Day like I did last time. I was writing pieces, and again, I'll make sure links in the show notes so you can find that. I was writing pieces every day about these really neat companies we were talking to, what they're doing, what's unique, what's fun, how they're serving people, how they're taking care of them, and not just taking a check, right, cashing a check and, and saying, hey, I'm, I'm over here, you got the technology and, and good luck, but here's how we partner, here's how we bring value. And again, that's a great lead in for this conversation with Engagedly. I hope you enjoy Jessica and Kristen and their conversation. 
I appreciate you being a listener and I can't wait to join you next time with another conversation that you're going to enjoy. Now on with the show. This is our first podcast of 2021. And because of that, I wanted to focus on goal setting for your team and for yourself as an individual. 2020 threw most of us for a loop and the new year is an opportunity to get back on track with things like career development and performance management. How do we move past the circumstances of this last year and the things that changed with our teams and how did our workplaces look like? I want you to focus on how we can better support our remote teams and help them meet their goals. How do we give critical feedback when we have teams still working under the stress of a global health crisis and recovery. With me today is Kristen Richter, Vice President of Marketing for Engagedly. Engagedly is a performance management software that redefines performance appraisals by simplifying and incorporating elements of employee engagement into the performance review process. Kristen, welcome to the Workology Podcast. Thanks for having me. Let's get started with your background. You are new to Engagedly in July of 2020 in in the middle. You took a job, you started a new job in the middle of a global pandemic, but can you talk a little bit about your background and then what starting a new job in the middle of this craziness was like for you? Yeah, absolutely. It was terrifying. Like a lot of people, I was navigating through these really intense changes and honestly had no intention of leaving the role I was in previously. So I have a background in revenue marketing in the tech industry, and I was perfectly happy. This opportunity at Engagedly took me by surprise. Fortunately, I had been working remotely for a few months. That part wasn't new, but I'd lost a little bit of purpose and drive in the process, which I think ultimately did lead to the change. But this company is amazing and the people and the people even more so. I received a very warm virtual welcome and still in shock that I've never met any of my teammates in person, but that's 2020. You are such a shining example of what remote onboarding and an employee experience online can be for someone. So I love that. And you're working for Engagedly, and this is what the larger mission is for that particular organization and the companies that they serve with their software. So that's awesome. You joined a company that focuses on performance appraisals. What were the expectations from Engagedly for you as you joined the team? If my boss Tree is listening, he'll find this really funny, but I, I think there was an immediate expectation around a market pulse check an engagedly go-to-market strategy framework. So this is a very saturated market. There are a lot of really cool companies out there trying to solve different facets of the problems that come with employee engagement. So it's really important to know how you are going to differentiate yourself in that market. So I think there was an expectation of quick goal setting and I'm typically a, a hard driver. So I think there was also an expectation around speed and agility I am sure that I gave everyone a real shock when my first quarter's goals were primarily focused on listening and learning and team building. I love that. And you haven't worked in the HR tech space before, right? This is your first company in our particular industry. Oh, absolutely. And it is completely different than every other tech company I've ever worked for. So it's almost like 
HR inception in a way because we are marketing this incredible product that can help create fulfilled employee experiences. And we're also trying to create that in our respective departments internally. So it's pretty neat. I think you sound like an HR person in another life, because really that's what we should be doing as leaders new in roles is that we should sit down and say, okay, I'm going to listen. I'm going to learn. I'm going to talk to people in that first quarter before you dive into some new initiative or program or to make all these changes. Yeah, for sure. How do you set goals for yourself in the near term and for the future? So I want to switch gears to talk a little bit about goal setting. Yeah, great question. So Every goal or objective I set for myself or with my team is first inspired and aligned, um, inspired by and aligned to our company objectives. And then it's also paired with measurable key results. Some goals that we set will have upward of four or five key results. And that gives me the ability to make data-backed decisions about near-term and future goals. Joining Engagedly, for example, I didn't have any previous data around goals that I'd set myself. So I relied upon previous quarters data and anecdotes from the team in order to set those and then use those Q3 goals and results as the benchmarks to then set Q4 goals. And we're doing that again here as we prepare for our Q1. And I typically like a solid mix of realistic and achievable goals and then a a couple of stretch goals so that we can grow those new marketing muscles. What advice would you give HR leaders as we are trying to get back on track with our own career development? That's a really tough question. Honestly, I would say be gentle with yourself. I think we can all afford a little compassion and we're often able to give that to others easier than we're able to give it to ourselves and giving yourself time for introspection to understand what truly motivates you and and let that be your first step. I try to create dedicated space for slowing down to speed up. Those first quarter goals were a really great example of that. And giving myself that time to learn and be inspired helps me stay even more sharp Career development isn't necessarily linear. So I think that introspection and time to to think and observe is definitely a 2020 lesson that I've learned. I just want to reiterate what you said, because it sounds wrong that you, in order to speed up, you have to slow down. And I think that is something that I have learned this year and have been really focused on. So I just wanted to reiterate because It feels like in order to to move faster, we have to do more, but you're saying the opposite. We need to slow down and then listen, learn, recollect ourselves, and then hit the ground running. Absolutely. It's the time that you spend with your teammates and your department listening that builds trust and trust to adhere to those goals and stay aligned and charge towards the finish line. So I think that definitely went a long way in Q3 for me, for sure. You're speaking my language here. This is awesome. Let's take a reset. This is Jessica Miller-Merrill, and you are listening to the Workology podcast sponsored by Workology. We're talking about goal setting with Kristen Richter. Are you studying for your HRCI or SHRM exams? Join our free HR certification study group on Facebook. Search for HR certification study group or go to hrcertificationstudygroup.com. Ace your HR exams with the HR Certification Study Group. What have you learned about setting team goals and handling performance appraisals for a dispersed workforce? So you're leading a team, 
and you in at ad engagingly as the head of marketing, but also in the companies that you're partnering and working with and supporting that are also dispersed. So how do we deal with goal setting and performance appraisals in this new remote world? Yeah. First things first, you are going to get it wrong and that's okay. You're going to get some things right too. I've learned that the process is more powerful than whether you get it right every time. Last quarter, we set departmental objectives and key results, which align directly to our top level company objectives. In hindsight, the indicators we thought would signal success were wrong for a critical marketing objective, which felt like a huge blow at first. But the focal point of that is not the failure aspect, but the word we. Because of the foundational elements we have in place around goal setting routines and the technology that we have to align and maintain ongoing check-ins, we were able to learn and adapt and reset for 2021 as a team, not as displaced or dispersed individuals. I love that. And I look at failure the same way is that it's what we learn from that failure or that Maybe we didn't meet expectations. It's the learning aspect. And what can we take away for next time? That is incredibly powerful. Absolutely. Fail and fail fast. Agreed. Agreed. And I think in HR, that's hard maybe to understand a little bit because when I think of fail, I think like I failed to get the I-9 documentation correctly. No, <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking about that kind of failure. We're talking about trying something new and a new employee engagement program, or maybe the way we do our performance reviews, we're all working remote now, is different. So we're not going to be able to get it 100%, but what we need to do is learn from that. And you guys are a living testament to that. And you have software and technology that helps make that easier. Yes. Insert engagedly plug. That was not planned, but it's true. It's true. (laughs) Speaking of engagement, it has been a challenge for us since March and the weeks have turned into months and our teams remain in most cases for us isolated. And many of us continue to work from home. What can you tell us about setting goals as they relate to employee engagement? I think this is an area of opportunity for us now because the shine has worn off remote work. So how do we make engagement work and set goals when we're working remotely? For us, goal setting and tracking has been a really awesome way to create new connectivity in this environment that has completely robbed us of the familiar ways we connect. So going into offices and chatting in the break room and impromptu whiteboard sessions and conference rooms. So that obviously presents new challenges, but we're able to start every virtual team meeting with how we're tracking towards our team goals, our department goals. And that's something we get really excited about. We celebrate the wins, both big and small. And because we have these goal tracking sequences in place, we know exactly what those wins are. And each teammate knows exactly how they're contributing to our collective success. So recently, one of our our marketing team members surpassed a goal in relation to uh, Engagedly's online presence. And he has this forum to communicate that success. And he received immediate praise from his teammates who, by the way, are all over the world and from our CEO, which can really go a long way for engagement. 
You said new ways of connectivity. Maybe share with us what some of those new ways are, because I think we're all looking for different ways that can that are mixing it up in terms of how we are talking and checking in with our people. Yeah. So connectivity from a goal setting perspective, we have these top level organizational goals. And from there, each department has their departmental goals and those trickle down to team leaders and then down to individual contributors. So we are all from the individual contributor all the way up to the CEO connected through these goals. Every goal has key results, which as I mentioned, include these specific metrics that we are targeting that help us gauge if we are directionally accurate in the work that we are doing. So we are checking in on those every week and team leaders are talking to their you know, team, um, their employees on their team about how they're tracking towards these goals. They're coaching, they're giving feedback. And through that, we've increased the you know, frequency of our touch points. We are talking about these things consistently week over week. We're able to develop talent as those opportunities arise. So when you see someone who is hitting their goals consistently or hitting grand slams, you're able to give them more opportunities and help them try more difficult projects and take that on and work cross-functionally. And it's this web of goal setting that has created these opportunities to not only connect within your specific team, but with other teams. And that's something that I think maybe didn't get as much emphasis when we were in an office. I agree with you. And I love that your goals are aligned with the larger business and organization's own goals. And so they all connect together. I think that sometimes our goals and maybe our departments are siloed. And so then people don't, aren't able to see how the work that I do in my department, maybe it's in finance or in customer support or IT is connected to the larger organizational goal, but you guys make it easy with the technology that, that you have. Absolutely. We are able to share these goals. So great example I share goals and key results with our head of sales, as well as our head of solutions. And so those are our initiatives that we work on together, both teams. I like this because one of the challenges that I think an HR department has is that people don't really understand how HR's goals align to the larger organization. So this is an opportunity to share the, how they interconnect and then engage and communicate your goals and how they work together with different individuals that not, aren't necessarily on the HR team. So you mentioned somebody in sales, customer support, other areas. HR can do this too internally with their own teams at build a process and system and model the behavior, involve the other partners, and then you can duplicate those efforts in other parts of the organization. I love that. Yeah, for sure. I will say that our own HR team is a group of absolute all-stars who are helping each and every one of us dive into the best practices that we put forth. So they're really the quarterback of this whole initiative. I, I love that we're talking about goal setting because this podcast will go live at the beginning of the year. And, and hopefully this is the time to start thinking about goals and then making a commitment to ensure that your goals departments or your personal goals professionally align with the larger organization. And then coming up with a process that 
is makes it all work together. Because again, I think a lot of times it's a piece of paper. Oh, here are our goals. We close the book and we don't check back until mid-year or the end of year next year and go, eh, we didn't make that happen. Yeah. What would you tell leaders to focus on specifically for 2021 when we are still facing a lot of unknowns about what the new normal in the workplace looks like? There will always be circumstances beyond our control, a global pandemic being the prime example of that. Um, So focus on what you can control and take it a day at a time. Goal setting technology can reinforce goal setting processes and, you know, align teams that are no longer able to physically connect. In years past, I think this may have been a nice to have, but it's a need now and it doesn't happen overnight. So start planning and start weighing out your options. And I think you'll be surprised how far you can get in a week, in a month, in a quarter. I'm on team goal setting. I haven't always been. I I like to work with procrastination and then blame when I didn't meet my goals or expectations on something else. But one thing that I have changed in my, is using goal setting, but then being accountable and then planning for the steps that I need to be able to achieve my goals. And it has completely transformed my team and then also me and we're meeting our own expectations. And then we're delighting our customers and the people, the partners that we work with. So I, I definitely feel like goal setting, it's very uncomfortable. You have to be okay with some shortfalls and, and face opportunities that you might have. But the other side of it is that uh, you can all come together as a team and eventually exceed those goals and expectations that you set for yourself and your team. (laughs) What do you think is the biggest thing that has been changed by COVID-19 as far as setting goals and conducting performance reviews other than the obvious? Yeah, a lot has changed. That's Probably the understatement of the year, but for me, I see in my own goal setting practices and the practices of my peers and even extended network, the prioritization of compassion and empathy. I believe there's been a fundamental shift from the power of the bottom line to the power of the people whose performance it depends upon. And we are all doing the best that we can right now. I think with the right tools like goal setting and performance appraisals, we can still do it all, but maybe even better than before. I agree. And I I feel like I was talking to somebody a little bit earlier today before we hopped on to record this. And he's of the mind that like how we view remote work has fundamentally changed. And now the belief is that it, you are more productive. When yeah. you work from home, which is very different than before March, everybody thought you, you know, sleep in, you're in yoga pants and flip-flops and you just, yeah, you can get some stuff done, but research is finding and managers are finding that the reverse is true. The opposite is true. People are getting, are more productive, even though they're working less because they're more, maybe they have more focus or maybe goals are in, more in alignment because you only have a a fine amount of time, a finite amount of time in order to meet those goals and objectives. Agreed. Completely agreed. I I find myself more productive. I'm finding that my team is very productive. And personally, I'm with you on the goal setting. That was not ever a thing for me until this year. And it came through as a necessity, but the structure that 
goal setting has created for me and having the right tech and tools in place to be able to track success on, you know, a daily, weekly basis has made me more efficient. I can do more with less time. And then I then have time to uh, think, which a lot of times we're so busy producing work and outcomes, we don't give ourselves time to think and to rest. And so goal setting has, has really helped me manage my time as well. So all good stuff. If you're just getting started with goal setting, or you need a refresher on some of the things that we talked about, we're going to include a lot of really amazing resources in the show notes of this particular episode. So go over to workology.com and we'll get you some basics and some other resources to tap into, to help start 2021 and making it your best year ever focused on goal setting, cascading goals, and making these performance appraisals really just amazing tools and resources to help people achieve their personal and their professional and the larger organizational goals. So check those things out. I wanted to take an opportunity or I I wanted to take the time to thank you, Kristen, for taking you time out of your busy schedule to come and chat with us and talk about your own experience with goal setting, how it's changing the organization that you work for and your team. And then I wanted to ask you, where can people go to learn more about Engagedly, but also connect with you? Yeah. So thank you so much for having me, Jessica. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you and to find out more about Engagedly, go over to www.engagedly.com. And I also have a LinkedIn. You can find me on there if you want to provide the link. I will. I'll include it in the show notes, but she's probably the only Christian Richter that works at Engagedly on LinkedIn. So you'll be able (laughs) to find her there. But not the only one in Germany. Oh, yes. But the only one at Engagedly for sure. Correct. All right, Kristen, thank you so much for joining us. If you have questions about goal setting, head on over to Engagedly and then connect with Kristen and you can get all your questions answered and check out the cool resources that they have available to get you set up and your team set up and your organization set up for success. It's that time of year when we start chastising ourselves for not making progress on our new year's resolutions. Do you already feel that way? I do. I want to remind you and myself that none of us have ever worked through a global pandemic before. So maybe we just need to give ourselves a little bit of a break and consider the impact this global pandemic and all these changes have had on our team members, as well as on ourselves in our own career development. I'm so glad to have the opportunity to have Kristen on the podcast today. Thank you for joining the Workology podcast sponsored by Workology. This podcast is for the disruptive workplace leader who's tired of the status quo. This is Jessica Miller Merrill. Until next time, visit workology.com to listen to all our Workology podcast episodes. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm honored to have you as a listener. If you enjoyed this episode, please take 10 seconds to rate it at iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, if you know a friend that could benefit from today's conversation, please pass it their way. After all, a rising tide lifts all ships. To see show notes, sponsor information, and our full show archives, visit OnlyHumanShow.com.